I'm totally scrapping today's podcast because yesterday on Sunday, I was honored to be a part of Brunch for the Souls Women's Wealth Panel put on by Cynthia Corfa here in New Orleans. And I learned so much from my fellow panelists that I was like, I, I got to do a recap. I'm Sarah Becker, and I love talking about money. I believe that money doesn't have to be scary, that curiosity is more important than correctness, and that everyone can become an expert of their own money with a little bit of help, and that's where I come in. I am currently recording early today, early this Monday morning, um, in my living room on a very busy street corner in New Orleans with the windows open because it's just one of those fall days that we don't have very many of that feels so nice. So if you hear a little road noise, you know, I just, I wanted to invite you into my home today. So uh, I'm not going to worry too much about it. I absolutely loved being in a room with all of these like badass women yesterday. I'm so honored that I was invited. My fellow panelists were Kristen Sanders, who's a digital nomad and author of The Science of Women Getting Rich, Olivia Scott, who is an advertising and marketing expert and the CEO of Omerge Alliances, and Sheila Dickerson, who is a banker, an academic, an investor, and also a New Orleanian. And we were asked the most thoughtful questions by Cynthia, and I didn't have a notebook with me, and it might have been weird to be on the panel taking notes, but as soon as I got in the car after the panel, I just started writing all my thoughts and I wanted to share a few of them with you today. So the first one was understand how you're compensated inside and out. Sheila told this amazing story about how when she first started out at a pretty high powered job at a high powered bank, she saw in her employment contract stock options none. And she was like, well, what are stock options and why don't I have any? And, you know, the person, HR person said, well, you know, stock options are really for people in this demographic with doing this type of job and, you know, this division. And so Sheila worked herself over to that division, got the, you know, accolades, accomplishments she needed to be qualified for the stock options, got the stock options. And then later on, that bank was sold to another bank, and that ended up being quite a bit of money for her. So if she hadn't asked what those were and how to get them, she wouldn't have directed her career in that way. And now she's so glad she did. That was huge to me. Number two was for the entrepreneurs out there, price yourself in a way that makes it scary to send the proposal. You know, several women told stories about how they had to like close their eyes and press send. Or, you know, feel like they're going to be sick if they say this number. Uh, Kristen said one of her coaches told her, like, when you're giving a proposal, say a number that almost makes you want to laugh out loud. I thought that was fascinating. Number three was define wealth on your own terms. This is something that I've talked about a lot, but it was really cool to see all four of us up there living very different lives. Um, but we all have defined wealth, again, on our own terms. And something that Sheila said she told her kids was, you know, you don't need to be financially wealthy, you just need to be financially healthy. And I love that so much because just like health looks different for all of us, so does wealth. And on the panel, you know, we had people who, you know, owned multiple homes. And then people like Kristen, who are like, no, I'm child free by choice. I don't want to own a home right now. You know, I'm living in France, just like living her best life. And that is what wealth is to her is that freedom. Number four is also something from Kristen, and it's an affirmation. And I always kind of find affirmations a little woo-woo, but this one really hit me in the gut. 
The affirmation goes, I am an advancing woman and I am advancing everyone I interact with. Basically, it invites people to be on your level. You don't need to match someone else's energy or level or stoop down to their level. I find that something that I struggle with a lot that I tend to want to match people's energy instead of bringing them up to mine. So I, don't, I wrote that on a sticky note. I'm putting it on my mirror. Number five was from Olivia. She said, you know, when you're negotiating with someone, it's okay to hold your power. Like it's okay to take time and say, hey, I'm going to think about this for a week and I'll get back to you. Have I ever told someone I would get back to them in a week? Absolutely not. I have always been like, oh, they emailed 30 minutes ago. I should respond right now. So that was just, I really needed to hear that personally. I'm going to start trying to hold my power in that way. I, I really need to work on that. And it was so calming to hear her talk about it. I'm just that that was a big one for me. Number six, and my final takeaway, although there were several more, the final one that made the cut for the podcast, that building in your 20s and 30s sets yourself up for success in your 40s and 50s. That was something that was echoed both by Olivia, who's in her late 40s, and Sheila. They both said, like, I worked super hard in my 20s and 30s and made a lot of sacrifices to have this extra money to invest either in property or stocks. And now in my 40s, I'm doing good. I thought that was a nice reminder because sometimes it can feel like, well, what am I doing right now? But I think that the power of compound interest and the power of opportunities, did you hear that car just zoom by? Hopefully not, but you probably did. Anyway, you're just here in my living room with me in a busy street corner. But building your 20s and 30s can really, really set you up for success. And I always say like, you know, peak when you're 65, which is something my best friend Amanda Kingston taught me. And I always want to be thinking about what I can be doing for my future self. So I know this format today was a little different. I'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming next week, but I really just wanted to jot this down and share this with you because it meant so much to me and I'm so grateful that I got to be in that room. If you enjoyed this bite-sized little podcast, you can tell a friend, leave a rating, shoot me an email or a DM. This podcast is still brand new and so the ratings and reviews really matter. You can find me on Instagram at Becker Talks Money, on the web at beckertalksmoney.com and via email at hello at beckertalksmoney. I'll be back next Monday. And until then, remember, you cannot work 24-7, but your money can.